Red leather face, yellow leather face, 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 crappy toppy Johnny, crappy toppy Johnny, crappy toppy Johnny, rowdy roddy piper, rowdy roddy piper, Danny! We did. Yes. Yeah. Warmed up. Yeah. Feeling good. All right, you ready? Yeah, bro. Should I just start off straight British accent at the top? Please. <laughs> you know, they say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. But what would happen if one man filled another's with the scariest films of all time? <laughs> Who are you talking to? <clears throat> no- nothing. Ready to watch some movies? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, bros. Welcome to Matt Make Zach Watch Horror Movies. You're turning into this and me making him watch a horror movie. I'm Matt. I'm Zach. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a lot of this, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Zach. And I made him watch a horror movie. <laughs> if you didn't catch that first bit, because I didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like the movie we watched today. <laughs> we watched Attack the Block. Yes, we did. Yeah. So, Zach, what did you think? I feel like I have, when I watch movies now, I just have like one phrase to sum up how I felt about the movie. And after this, all I could think was, man, Star Wars wasted John Boyega. Yeah, like as good just, as he is in those movies, uh, he could do so much more. Like, yeah, I already love John Boyega. Yeah. He's great. And like, it's not that they wasted him. I'm just like, oh, he could play like so many different levels than what yeah. Star Wars allows. And that's not these new ones necessarily. Just Star Wars allows its characters to have. Yeah. I, I'm I, like, ah. I think The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, like Rise of Skywalker, he got to be more funny. But like just a character arc that he could have killed. Yeah. Wasted him. Like, I love John Boyega. And after watching this, I'm like, Oh my god, he's even more amazing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, that was the main thing. That was just yeah. like, ah, John Boyega's still great. So what did you know about this movie going in? Just John Boyega was okay. in it. And All Aliens. Right. It was yeah. his movie before Star Wars. Yeah, it's the only movie. I fucking love this movie. Like, you know, everybody's making their like top tens of the decades. Mm-hmm. This is 100% on mine. Maybe in the top three. Yeah. Uh, Easily probably number two in horror right behind Get Out. Really? So, yeah. Over yeah. the decade? Yeah. I guess we haven't watched much from this decade. It's true. <laughs> so I don't, Sorry. I don't know. I, I've done you a bit of a disservice. <laughs> I think <laughs> this and Conjuring are the only ones from this decade that we watch. Yeah. Yeah, for the show. Because I mean, you've seen Get Out, though, right? Yeah, I've seen Get Out. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh, the aliens look so freaking cool. Oh, this movie's... Uh, should we, all right. So I just want to say my piece about why I love this movie. Uh, uh-huh. I saw the trailer for this. It did not get a wide release in the U.S. They only screened it on 66 screens. Mm. Me and my friend Drew, who I've mentioned before on this podcast, found the one playing it near us. And we went and had our minds blown with this the greatness of this film. And my overall thought, like leaving the theater and being reminded of it again, watching this was like, fuck, man, that John Boyega kid's a movie star. <laughs> and I like, I remember when he got cast in Star Wars, I was like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. <laughs> and now he is. And it makes me very happy. Yeah. And I love this movie. We were literally like the only people I think who went and saw it when our theater like ah oh, it's so good yeah because why because episode nine just came out so after watching Attack the Black I'm just like 
I cannot wait to see what John Boyega does now. Yeah, like, yeah. Like now that he's wrapped like three of the most successful films of all time, he can literally just do anything he wants, and I cannot wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, but let's get into Attack of the Block. Yeah. This movie opens pretty much just being like, hey, remember the thing? <laughs> and I love that. Yeah. <laughs> like this movie is like so carpenter, so hard. Mm. And I love everything about it because normally like it's really annoying when directors or writers really like hard copy like another person's style. But this is that thing we've always talked about about like stealing instead of copying. Yeah. He was like, I like this. I like this. I like this. I'm going to put it all in a blender with me and I'm going to come out with something awesome. <laughs> yeah. And original. Let's take John Carpenter. Super British thing. Yeah. Throw it all yeah. together. It's, it's the thing through a British filter. With, yeah. And add some hoodies. <laughs> <laughs> and then it started with the group of kids mugging that lady, right? Yeah. On, um, I didn't, I never realized this until I was like looking up stuff about it. The reason there's all those fireworks going off is it's Guy Fox Day. It's the 5th of November. Remember, remember. <laughs> that means nothing to me. Oh, you never saw Future Vendetta? No. Oh, you know that mask everyone wears yeah. now, like internet douchebags? The anonymous thing. Yeah, that's that's uh, Guy Fox who tried to start a revolution in Britain. Mm. So every year they celebrate uh, on the 5th of November, Guy Fox Day. Um, they burn um, like things of him in effigy because mm. um, a lot of people didn't really like him. But then Alan Moore reappropriates that for V for Vendetta and says like, no, this guy was like, the original like freedom fighter or terrorist depending on who you talk to he should be like a symbol of revolution so he was a real dude yeah oh i never knew that yeah i just knew the movie well i mean v for in v for vendetta is not guy fox but mm. yeah. <laughs> he just wears a fun mask yeah then now people who don't understand that comic book have taken and used to be mean to people <laughs> He's- I have a lot of feelings about Viva Vendetta and the use of that mask by like internet trolls. <laughs> and nobody else could see it, but right after he said that, he took a drink of water out of his brand new Batman and Robin. Yes, I did. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. This is amazing. Listen to our Shining episode. <laughs> there is an overarching plot. <laughs> this is a chronological story. But you know what else has a story? Attack the block. Yes, it does. Yeah, so it opens on uh, the teenagers, the hoodies, uh, mugging a woman. Uh, I really like that this movie doesn't shy away from like, no, like there are protagonists, but that's fucked up. Like it doesn't pretend that it's not like while the movie has like some sympathy for these characters, especially John Boyega's character, the leader of the gang, Moses. I don't think it ever quite says like, it's okay that they did that. The movie knows like, no, that's not cool. Yeah. And I, I kind of appreciate that. And even when he like air quotes apologizes, it's not really apologizing. And the lady's still like, no, like, yeah, <laughs> that's not how it works. So you would have just mugged other people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then a uh, giant asteroid comes and smashes yeah. into the car right next to them. She runs off. She takes that opportunity after taking her purse to go talk to a woman that all but says like the n-word like in her apartment that old lady i had completely forgotten that and i was like jesus wow (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so in the little meteor is an alien yeah and it scratches john boyega on the face and some cool scar yeah (laughs) they're all street toughs they go kill it Like, I love that, like, everyone keeps on calling them out on that. Like, so you found a sentient creature that fell from the sky and is clearly not from Earth. And your first instinct was kill it. And they're all just like, yeah, 
Cuspe killed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the block. <laughs> I apologize for our really bad accents, but it's just too fun. I mean, it's a little too late to apologize. Yeah. We're like, how many episodes in of all the different it's true voices true. we do? Add it to the list right below Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. You can't see, but we are still writing on an invisible chalkboard next to us. Right on top of George Lucas as always. Yes. Oh, yes, he should be. Uh, that John Boyega kid. He's in the new Star Wars. It's not my vision for the uh, Skywalker saga, as they call it now. It's a, it's a family soap opera. Seems Seems like bullshit. <laughs> Apparently anyone can be a Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> That's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> Go see the movie. Yes. Give We're, John Boyega your money. <laughs> yes. Please, all of it. Yes. Just, he might stab you. So. Yeah, exactly. Like he did to in, the alien. Attack, attack the, the block. block. <laughs> Yeah, they kill the fuck out of this little thing. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I, I love how gnarly the little alien is. Uh-huh. The, what we learn is the female alien. I love the design of it. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, I just love the design of this movie. While uh, while I was watching it, I was um, I was making uh, like graphics and stuff for our Twitch. I would like look up and down, and I saw the alien, the female alien from the beginning. So when the other aliens show up later, I was like. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the appropriate reaction. I was like, wait, that that doesn't look the same. Yeah. Well, I remember seeing this in the theater and I was just like, oh, that's the alien? Because in the trailer, like, you kind of see stuff. But I was like, is it going to grow? Are there more? Like, I just seen it was like a baby. Yeah. Of the. I, I love that it's not because in yeah. a worse movie, it would be like, ah, this is just it before it grows. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they take the alien to Ron. Played by Nick Frost. I love Nick Frost. Uh, he's in this movie because um, the director of this, uh, Joe Wright, is good friends with him and Edgar Wright. Mm-hmm. And he actually uh, co-wrote Ant-Man. Yeah. Joe Cornish is his name, not Joe Wright. That's a different director. I don't know what I'm doing. I have one job. <laughs> you have one job. That's okay, because I have a job, and that's called editing. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Nah, keep it in. <laughs> but yeah, it would, it would have been fun if Simon Pegg showed up too. Yeah, I could kind of see that. It's almost like funny that they were like, yeah, we got one big name for this movie. The other guy from Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> the best friend. Yeah. Your favorite character that no one can name. <laughs> His name is Nick Frost. He's a delight. Everyone yeah, go watch great. Spaced. Uh, their TV show they had. Uh, so it's um, very good. <laughs> so they take it up to uh, Ron the Weed Dealer, played by Nick Frost, mm-hmm. in Ron weed, Ron's Weed Room. Mm-hmm. It's a a room with weed owned by Ron. (laughs) Impenetrable fortress. (laughs) Because they don't know what to do the thing, but they know it's worth money. So they figure like, oh, take it to the people who sell stuff in the block. Mm -hmm. So they take it to him. Uh, He's nice, but the person with whom he is partnered is not so much. Uh, Hi-hat. Yeah. Who's great. He's such a good bad guy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The actor. The actor's name, I have it right here. Uh, Jermaine Hunter. He's fantastic. And like everyone in this, I'm like, why aren't they more famous? Yeah. Even like Nick Frost and Jodie Whittaker, who are fairly famous. I'm like, more famous. (laughs) More. (laughs) Yes. I should mention the woman who got mugged earlier is Jodie Whittaker, Doctor Who herself. 
Uh, oh, she's <laughs> Doctor Who. Yeah, yeah, she's the one who took over. Oh, I have not watched her season yet, but I hear good things. So it did include me until just now. I think she has blonde hair on Doctor Who now. So yeah, yeah, she looks different. I mean, it's been like ten years. So yeah, because <laughs> on the cast list we have it, it has like a recent picture of her, and it still didn't click with me then. But now that you say that, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. As always, by the way, there's a good chance I'm just going to stop using their real names or character names and just be like, so Doctor Who and Finn are running to... (laughs) And best friend from Shaun of the Dead. No, he's Nick Frost. I know his name. (laughs) The guy that plays Dennis, one of their friends, he looked... while I was watching, he looks familiar. Um, I believe he's on Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, he's He's, uh, Firestorm. Yeah, he's the other half of Firestorm. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's right. Again, though, he should be more famous. Yeah, because I was like, he looks familiar. What is he from? Firestorm. That's uh, I is. think you just know him from having fantastic hair. Uh, <laughs> I love that they're setting up him and John Boyega as like the obvious badasses. Yeah. And for actually for most of the beginning of the movie, he's set up as like, no, he's the badass. John Boyega is the leader, but this dude's like the heavy, you know? Yeah. Like, and then <laughs> past played by... Alex S male S male. Um, I like Pest. He's fine. He uh, he's very good in this. They set him up as like the comedic relief, pretty much. It's tough because I'm like, but Nick Frost is right there. <laughs> so like I'm I'm holding it against the kid a little bit in a way I shouldn't. Oh, the following year he was in Strippers versus Werewolves. Oh, so we're doing that next. Right? All right. <laughs> I mean, I watched it twice already this week, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh ron's like oh come on we'll go show it to hi-hat yeah so they get in there and hi-hats i love that hi-hat's henchman tonks is just like dude that's a cool puppet mm-hmm. you're real good at this <laughs> man you got some talent tonks just real supportive guy uh-huh. you know i love that about him <laughs> i love every character in this movie the script is very good, but it feels like the directing of the actors is so solid that yeah. like he must have told every single person, no matter how small their character, like, here's who you are. Here's your backstory. Here's how I want you to play it. Yeah. Because like Tonks feels like, oh, I want to know that dude's backstory. <laughs> why he's like, oh, I love puppets. Like, <laughs> you like horror movies, man? Like he could come on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, he can't. Cause spoiler alert. Well, yeah. He dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, hi-hats. Uh, hi-hat also is like the, the drug dealer for the block. Um, this is, you know, I mean the, the equivalent of the quote unquote projects here in America, mm-hmm. um, for England. And so he just says like, all right, you brought me this. Let me give you something. You get 300 for this. I'll give you a cut. And he just, he hands him what looks like, I can't tell if it's weed or cocaine. I don't think it's weed. I think it's something heavier than weed. Yeah. Because he seems to be treating it very yeah. seriously. That's why I thought, like, because it looked like it was in baggies. Yeah, I didn't pay attention to yeah. what he put in there. It doesn't matter. It's, it's a seemed, drug. Yeah. Um, two white guys who don't do drugs and we're like, oh, do you think it's cocaine? It's more than weed, I think. <laughs> the marijuana is... Uh... <laughs> it's the one you put in your eyeball, I think. <laughs> You're injecting... from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? <laughs> or the one from Looper? <laughs> I'll leave... <laughs> I like how we're like, oh, the one from movies? <laughs> um, and that is my only point of reference. 
The ones that crappy Tabby Johnny does. Someone who has a way better time than we do is yelling at their phone like, it's clearly. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> hey, bruv. <laughs> uh, he's also listening to his own jams. Uh, which, I mean, pretty good track. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Snitches, what is it like? Snitches get got or something? Like, <laughs> I don't remember. All I remember is I just, I just know it's about snitches. And again, such a good little detail. Like, oh, I know everything I need to know about this dude. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that he's like, I'm releasing my own tracks and they're about how I murder people who rattle me out. Like, is like, oh, okay. Uh, Understood. <laughs> so that's what, that, that's what you call foreshadowing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. <laughs> he put the, he put the weeds in and foreshadowed the demise of the children. Who are you? <laughs> oh yes, Ringo. <laughs> yeah. Then they're just like, oh man, like you're in now. And I, John Boyega in this movie is so subtle mm-hmm. and so like good. The way that like he doesn't want to smile, and that makes yeah the, like. Ah, I just love everything about his performance yeah, in this yeah. movie. Just, like you watch it and you're like that. It reminds me of watching the first Thor, which mm-hmm. is like a very flawed movie, but you watch it and you're like, oh, Chris Hemsworth's a movie star. Yeah. That's what this performance is. It's like, that's a movie star. Yeah. Cause like, he, he's like trying to be hard, but he's still a kid. Yeah. So he, he can't help but like kind of like smile and be yeah. a little bit goofy. Yeah. Like the people around them forget that they're kids, but the movie never does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is one of the great things about this movie. Yeah. Meteors start falling. Yeah. They, first they think it's the fireworks and they realize more aliens. Let's go kill more aliens. <laughs> Again, not let's study them. Let's sell them for science. We should catch one alive. It's like, no, we're going to beat the shit out of them. Going to go fuck them up. Nick Frost says later where he's like, I mean, they can't be that tough. Like, they're blind and <laughs> Got- and like six 14 year olds killed in one. <laughs> like- I, I think he said, uh, a group of kids kicked the shit out yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot the introduction of Bruis. Bruis, played by Luke Treadway in this movie. <laughs> he he was really good. <laughs> He's great. And all I could think every time he and Nick Frost were sitting together is like, well, that should just be our promo image for the podcast, because it's just me and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally gonna say, Oh my god, for Halloween we should be Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. <laughs> i'm on board (laughs) bruis is just buying weed yeah um, there joe cornish said he he based it on himself in his 20s Mm -hmm. he was like you know you're a white kid pretending you're tough but you're not (laughs) but you also like panic when children walk next to you (laughs) because they got hoods on right which i think is a great little bit of uh if you're gonna insert yourself into the movie feel free to comment on your past self he does a good job of that yeah instead of making yourself the all holy character that nothing wrong can happen to They go to each of their apartments and grab weapons and i love that this, this is where the movie really starts to hammer home like no these are like children pretending they're hard yeah like as menacing as they can be they're not really because like all of them are like on the phone with their moms or like one of them gets told he has to take out the trash and walk the dog yeah uh as he grabs his samurai sword (laughs) like ah this Every time I see the samurai, he goes for the samurai sword in the Pulp Fiction reference. Uh, He's got to go get the other one. I'm just like, fuck yeah. Uh, apparently Joe Cornish went to um, different like kids in like his neighborhood and like in 
worst neighborhoods also like places like the block mm. and um just was like how would you fight an alien like what would you get that's why like the weapons all kind of suck but feel very authentic yeah. to like what a 15 year old thinks is badass yeah <laughs> well i gotta have my m80s and a chain <laughs> ghost rider has a chain <laughs> like that has to be the thought process yeah <laughs> and it like you said it's very authentic too like because i was around their age in 2011 when it came out and when uh the two kids you meet later comes up to john Boyega and they're trying to fight the aliens and he's like go home and watch naruto <laughs> i was like oh my god yeah this is totally 2011 <laughs> these are kids yes <laughs> i love it john Boyega is also an anime fan which is yeah he probably influenced that huh? yeah <laughs> no no joke they'd be watching naruto <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so they get all their weapons then which all suck except for the samurai yeah. swords it's like samurai swords fireworks a bat and a chain <laughs> one chain <laughs> then they run out and the dog that well first they find one and they're like oh this doesn't look right <laughs> like that's kind of their reaction like oh that looks way too big no yeah because they saw it from a distance and the dog ran after it oh no they find one like in the meteor or maybe it's the remnants of one. Of oh the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. Uh, it looks like a fossil or whatever. yeah. And they're just like, oh no, <laughs> that's bigger. Yeah. No, no, no. Thank you. Should we go home? Yeah. Again, they're all just like, let's just. We should go watch Naruto and play FIFA. <laughs> oh yeah, they can bring on FIFA. It's, it's such a British touch. <laughs> but yeah, then in the distance, the dog runs after. Clearly a carpenter homage because he's the only other director that's like, nah, murder the dog. <laughs> yeah, I think when the dog dies and then when the first kid dies, I was like, oh, this is a movie. Ooh, this movie is not <laughs> fucking around. It is not. <laughs> you know a movie is serious and it also gets immediate bonus points when there's child death. <laughs> 20 extra points. <laughs> 20 points for half a puff. <laughs> Nah, this movie's Ravenclaw. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. They're pretty Gryffindor just running in just to kill no, shit. No, the movie's Ravenclaw. <laughs> but the kids are Gryffindor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then Hi-Hats is a total Slytherin. Don't badmouth Slytherins <laughs> like that. But yeah, yeah, no, he is. Uh, <laughs> then uh, Tonks would be a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah, Tonks is a Hufflepuff. <laughs> I just like puppets, man. <laughs> You know they let you go here for free? I'm going to make puppets. School. He's like, you got some real talent. Yeah. I really believe in you, John Boyega. <laughs> the force is with you. <laughs> <sighs> Boys, so the dog dies. Yes. Chasing after the new improved. Yeah. And then we finally get our first real glimpse of it when it opens its mouth. They thought it was eyes at first. Yeah. And those aren't eyes. <laughs> I... Let's it's talk so about cool. the design of this alien. It's, it's so, so cool. simple and so perfect yeah. and so beautifully executed because um, it's it's this great mix of um, a puppet yeah. and CGI. Yeah. Because um, the mouth has like some light to it, but most of the teeth, like except for like, obviously they put a light so they could reflect light yeah. off surfaces. The teeth are all CGI and all of this, most of this hair that's standing up is CG. Mm. But it's mostly a dude in a suit with his hand at the front going like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's a perfect use. It's like how CGI should be used. Yeah. 
like it spies to augment like even people who work in cgi more and more are like oh no 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 those effects are better <laughs> yeah let me just erase the cables yeah because it's always gonna look better if you use physical aspects yeah. first uh yeah i love the design of those creatures though yeah it's so good and they also use this opportunity to use like a lot of overhead shots as it chases them so you learn with the characters the layout of the block mm-hmm. so you know where everything is for the the climax of the movie which yeah. is it's just solid good filmmaking like yeah. i love when movies teach you how to watch them as they're running the police catches up with john boy oh that's right and uh doctor who is there yeah <laughs> and uh she gets fin arrested <laughs> yeah and as they're arresting him and put him in the van the alien just destroys those police yeah. officers love that i mean this is what the movie is about the, the white lady in the back is like why are you doing this and he's like I, what <laughs> let me go there's yeah. aliens right there are you kidding <laughs> but then dennis rides in with yes. the samurai sword after they throw a firework under the van that i was like I think that van would have blown up. Yeah. Like, and killed both. Yeah. <laughs> I, I movies don't need to be realistic, but right? Like well, I'm looking for a good 80s explosion here. They could survive somehow, maybe, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh they, they manage to get him uncuffed and they take the van and they immediately run headlong into Hi Ta- Hat's car. Mm-hmm. He's not happy. No, he's not. First, he thinks they're the cops. So he's like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> like to remind you also like, oh, yeah, he's probably like 22. He's not really like hard yeah. either. Like he's also just some kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then they see that it's the kids. Yeah. And then they're pissed. <laughs> then Tonks gets gone. Well, first they try to. Oh, they're like, trying to explain what happened. Yeah. Because John Boy's like, let me handle this. And then boy just runs up and starts explaining that's aliens yeah because i like how john borrega understands <laughs> no we can't tell him it's aliens yeah. even though it's true he won't understand that. yeah would you believe us yeah. although i do love like pest's line of logic where he's like you really think the best we could come up with is aliens dude <laughs> aliens show up yeah but they can't quite again because it's so so black it doesn't reflect light yeah they can't quite see it so they send tonks over to look at it and he's like nothing's here and wham (laughs) bites his throat out yeah the effects in this movie are great hi-hat just unloads a clip into it and finally it dies (laughs) but the kids all get away yeah which is good for them uh and then they then they have their badass montage (laughs) yeah (laughs) where they all come out on like motorcycles and mopeds and one bicycle <laughs> and like each there's a bunch of aliens chasing each of them individually oh, i love it one kid has to do parkour yeah <laughs> but it's like i just need it but he's never done it over before this. yeah <laughs> they're children like and it wouldn't be a british movie without parkour <laughs> it's true that just just establishes like here's how these kids deal with issues mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and they just barely start getting away from them. One of them has to jump and hide in a trash can. <laughs> and stays there throughout the entire movie. Yeah. But he's in charge of calling everyone in the block and being like, get out, get out, get yeah. out. Which I like. Yeah. Like, it explains, like, why at the climax of the film they can do what they do. Mm-hmm. I love that the alien just sits and waits because trash bins are made to be hard for animals to open. So, of course, mm-hmm. it can't. Like, that's yeah. a great little touch. Like yeah. Again, a worse movie, it just opens it up and eats the kid. Yeah. And so they're like, nah. 
I'm just gonna try headbutt him out. Yeah. Animals aren't smart. Like <laughs> they don't have hands. Yeah. Yeah. And then they get back to the apartment building. Yeah. Uh, and they barely close the door, and then that thing just chomps into pests. Like. Yeah. And that's the moment where it's like, oh, this movie's going for it. Yeah. Like it, again, in a worse movie, like none of these kids even get hurt. Mm. And this movie's like, no, they're like real and well-rounded characters, so that if something happens to them, you actually care. Yeah. So we're gonna have things happen to them. Yeah. In a worse movie, like John Boyega's character is just the clear lead from the start. He has everything handled and him and his gang like get through everything through like luck and gumption. (laughs) (laughs) Another sign of it being a good movie as they run in, they find Doctor Who trying to get into her apartment (laughs) and they just they just tackle the door. Yeah. And uh, I love that they, one of them is like, oh, when we stole her wallet, it said she's a nurse. <laughs> Not like, hey, look, we're sorry. Can you help us? Like, <laughs> hey, when we took your shit, it said you're a nurse. Do this for <laughs> us. <laughs> there's aliens. There's bigger yeah. problems out there. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. That line kind of sums up this whole movie of like, you people who think you're better than us yeah. cannot let go of the fact we exist. You saw what's out there and you're still more afraid of us. And that says a lot about you you yeah but then she turns it around on them and goes like you guys aren't the heroes you're pretending you are right now it was six people jumped me with a knife yeah oh well, we weren't gonna use it yeah but you still jumped me with a knife yeah <laughs> like, i'm like one woman alone and you're like six right. teenagers right i didn't know you were kids yeah i think later she says she still didn't realize it like yeah john but she didn't realize john Boyega was as young as he is yeah <sighs> good this movie's so movie. good <laughs> and then one of them gets in mm-hmm. and it's awesome and i believe dennis just with that samurai sword right in the back of its head right i think it was uh was it boyega yeah it was boyega. oh because he has like the machete thing right uh he takes the samurai sword oh, okay and just gets it i can't keep track of it because <laughs> all the kids were like oh, moses oh yeah oh that's right that's right <laughs> they all were yeah. like oh shit you you made it. Yeah. So they uh, recruit her to their gang because mm-hmm. they're like, our friend is going to die. And if you stay here, you're going to die. <laughs> um, you know where we should go to the room, to the apartment of the girls we met earlier who we like. Yeah. Because they have a door. <laughs> yeah. They have a metal door. Like, it's just like a metal screen door. Yeah. <laughs> like, but when you're 15, like, oh, man, no one can get through those. My mom told me. So they go over there and they're the girls like, are like who, who is she? why is he bleeding aliens okay yeah so you guys killed two cops and now you're in trouble and she's your hostage right like that's their attitude yeah and i love that like the girl that uh that moses likes again like it's this great moment of just she exists so fully as a character even though she only has like five lines across two scenes yeah like when she looks at him and goes you're always letting everybody around you down I it's, felt I that. was just like, oh, I know who her <laughs> character is. I know what their relationship is. Yeah. yeah. And like just John Boyega because he was like bragging. Yeah. Or no, stops. they were bragging about John Boyega. Yeah. And he was doing kind of the like, cool yeah. Guy, like, yeah, yeah. Like not saying anything, just like I'm very still and I'm just standing there taking it all in. Yeah. And, and she's like, you just let everybody down like you always do. And, and like the look on he his just face like just slumps a little bit uh, and walks away. Yeah. He doesn't like it's so subtle. Yeah. I, he's so good. John Goddamn movie star again star wars used should have used him better yes <laughs> please give him and poe a disney plus show 
Yeah, just about their home life. Now that they're gonna clearly gonna get married yeah. and be a Generals. lovely family unit, they can raise Babu Frick together. <laughs> <laughs> the best character of the new trilogy, <laughs> Babu Frick. I don't know. C three PO is still the MVP for me. Mm, Babu Frick, though. <laughs> Babu Frick twenty twenty man. That's who I'm running for president. <laughs> He and C-3PO can run together. Clearly, they work well. There you go. (laughs) Hello, welcome to our Babu Frick fan cast. (laughs) Everyone listening to this is like, who the fuck is Babu Frick? Why does Matt know who Babu Frick is? (laughs) Thought this was about horror movies. (laughs) But Babu Frick, though. (laughs) But, like, I think our first episode, we're doing George Lucas impressions. Yeah. Yeah. You you signed up for this. Yeah. You knew what you were getting into. (laughs) But it's like the black. (laughs) So, uh... Uh, It's at this point that they're like, yeah, aliens are stupid. Clearly you guys are lying to us. Ma'am, are you okay? (laughs) And then two aliens break. Yeah. Then they're like, oh no, don't turn around. (laughs) And they just crash through the window. Mm -hmm. And I love that, again, they've been kind of setting up like, oh, who's going to be our lead? Is it going to be John Boyega or is it going to be Dennis? Yeah. And Dennis steps up. He's got both weapons. He puts on his motorcycle helmet. He's like, bring it. And then they just crunch the helmet around his head. (laughs) Yeah. And rip his head off in the helmet. And I love everything about it. And that's when I was like, oh. (laughs) Yeah. That's what this movie is. This movie just killed a child. (laughs) Like the second lead child. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They killed Firestorm. Who will protect the multiverse. And time. I don't know what Legends of Tomorrow is about. I haven't watched it. <laughs> and then John Boyega, in a worse movie, uh, he would have got the samurai sword again and just saved killed his him. friend. But he, as he lifts it up, it just goes in the wall, and he's like, "Oh shit!" I kind of feel like I, I like that he plays it as afraid, and that's why his friend dies. Mm-hmm. And that's why the rest of the movie, he's like, "I'm not gonna be afraid. I'm not gonna be afraid. I got this. I got this." Yeah. Because, like, clearly they were, like, the two closest out of the gang. Mm. So, yeah, and it's all conveyed through his acting. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just so good. Yeah, he hardly <laughs> has any lines throughout the movie. Yeah, like, um, I was listening to uh, Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood, a podcast I've mentioned before for mm-hmm. a Candyman episode. They covered this also. Uh, everyone go listen to it. It's very good. Uh, but they they said, like, oh, he's Mad Max. Mm-hmm. He doesn't talk. He just shows up and gets shit done. And he's awesome. Yeah. And he just conveys so much just through like a close up. Yeah. Like he's great in this yeah. movie. Like, so good. Yeah. Like just good. <laughs> <laughs> this is like our 28 Days Later episode where we're just like, I like this movie. <laughs> were there any controversies? Nope. I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's good. Just- yeah. Solid. <laughs> England, they know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> but uh who saved him? Was it Doctor Who or one of the girls? I think I don't even remember. I was just so caught up in like everything. It was either Doctor Who or one of the girls. Yeah, I managed to just like get the sword out and get the get the thing and they get away. Yeah. And then uh, But now they know like, oh like like the characters realize like, oh, this isn't that kind of movie. This isn't Goonies. Yeah. Like, this is a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. And the girls are like, those are after you. Bye. Yeah. And peace yeah. out. Nope. Click. <laughs> Remember how the aliens can't get through the security door? Apparently. <laughs> Neither can you. 
Uh, at this point, they run back into my two favorite characters in the whole movie. Yep. Props and Mayhem. <laughs> oh, two, yeah. Two eight-year-olds. Who think they're going to yeah. fight some aliens. At this too. point, they've uh, got their weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's what it was. They run into them earlier when they have the weapons. Yeah. That's, and it's they a think super it's, soaker. And, and what looks like a real gun. So then when Dennis goes to shoot the yeah. aliens with the gun and dual wield the samurai sword... The gun doesn't fire because it is a toy. Yeah, it's like a cap gun. Yeah, but props and mayhem when they run into them, they're like, oh, yeah, no, it's not what is it? Because, <laughs> you know, that's going to choose. Yeah. And I, I, was, like, I was just like, is it acid? <laughs> is it, it? I mean, they're eight. Did they like pee in a super soaker? <laughs> like, what do they think is going to do? I know. And I like and then, how no, they had a plan <laughs> to this point. Props and Mayhem are outside and they run into Hi-Hat, who's picked up two new henchmen yeah. to come after them. And he's like, oh, no, like they called us for backup. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. So so where are they? So they tell him. <laughs> yeah. And it leads to one of my favorite parts of this whole movie, which is they get there on the elevator just as they're all leaving the apartment full of aliens. Mm-hmm. And Hi-Hat smells like alien. Yeah. So they start, one of the aliens starts booking it for him in the elevator and his guys. And they're like, close the door, close the door, close the door. And it just gets in and all you hear is gunshots and screams. Yeah. And then it gets to the next floor and only Hi-Hat gets out. Well, it's the um, brew is sitting there listening to music and the door just opens and it's all bloody. And it's yeah. just Hi-Hat oh, yeah, standing yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Wait for the next one. Oh. <laughs> and then he walks out. And then the next one opens, and as he gets in, all the kids run yeah. in with Doctor. Okay. I I think just based on what we know about Hi Hat, he shot those two henchmen and hid behind them to kill the alien, right? Probably. Like he was just like, nope, nope, bam. <laughs> <laughs> but then my favorite line is when those kids run into the elevator, and they're like, "Let's go to Ron's weed room." And Doctor Who is like, "What's Ron's what? weed room?" And then Bruce just goes. It's a room with weed owned by Ron. <laughs> it's like a fortress. <laughs> that was my favorite line of the whole movie. Like, really? Mm-hmm. You're asking? Uh, and then they get up there, and Ron is somewhat reluctant to let them in. Isn't it all um, foggy or like cloudy? Oh, first too? they get to the the hallway and. Um, it's kind of foggy and they start setting off fireworks because they know an alien is up there. Yeah, that's why it's foggy. Yeah, yeah they yeah. set them off as they come out of the elevator, which is, this is my favorite sequence in the whole movie. It is absolutely terrifying because yeah, beautifully directed. Yeah, because they all like separate and it only follows Jerome. Oh, oh Jerome. Yeah, the kid with the glasses. <laughs> he gets and... he gets like the worst death in the yeah. movie to me. Like. There were better effects deaths, mm. but his death is like haunting. Yeah. Because <laughs> you hear all his friends yelling for yeah. him. Then he loses his glasses and he can't see. And he finds them. And then we just cut to Moses. Yeah. And we just hear Jerome scream. And he's like, and he falls forward out of the fog. And he's like, Moses, Moses, Moses. And then the thing gets him in like the, I don't know where, but like yeah. the back of the head or the stomach. And just in blood flies out yeah. and he just gets pulled into the fog and the fact that he's just like he doesn't like scream mm-hmm. he doesn't like cry he just looks at him and goes moses help me yeah and then just pull away yeah. it's like a nightmare <laughs> like it's 
it's so effective it's like oh no this is definitely a horror movie yeah (laughs) that was the one thing where i was worried about because as i first started watching in the beginning i was it comes across like a sci-fi comedy about like british kids yeah i was like is this even a horror why are we watching and then the big aliens show up yeah and then it turns into a horror movie i was like okay (laughs) this is one (laughs) yeah as the uh, smoke kind of fades, that Bruce is running through, and like, someone hits him, and then he's like, "Oh, what was that for?" <laughs> and I forget what point it was, but my man Bruce said the line that we all have been quoting this whole time: "I'm too high for this shit." I was so excited when he I, said that. I, I it's when um, the ho- all the kids start getting on the the elevator, and he kind of goes to leave, and they're like, "No," and he sees it. He's yeah. Like, Oh, I'm too high for this. Yeah, I was like, yes. I had forgotten that line, and I was like, yes, yes, vindication. <laughs> We've been saying that this whole time. We were right. <laughs> Shout out, Tim. Yes, the elusive exclusive Tim. The elusive exclusive Tim. He sent me Patrick Wilson memes on Instagram. Please send more if anyone finds them. <laughs> and then, then they get to the door. Yes, Ron. and that's when Ron is like, oh, I don't know if you want to come in here, man. It's not that great. Why would you? And they're like, dude, let us in. And we just hear click, and he's like, yeah, let him in. And Hi-Hat's got him held at gunpoint, yeah. and he's going to kill the kids. <laughs> and they start again talking about like, no, there are aliens. You saw one. Yeah. He's like, no, I don't know what dog you sicked on my friend. <laughs> they're yeah. like, I love that all the kids are like, why does everyone think it's dogs? <laughs> it ate our friend's dog. It's not a dog. <laughs> yeah. And then in like one of the best looking shots, John Boy is just like behind you. Yeah. Look behind. I'm not fucking with you. Turn around. Which is something like you see like a billion times in every horror movie or action movie. And like it's the one thing that like the first time I saw it made me kind of roll my eyes and I was like, yeah, and an alien will pull him out the window, and instead it's like ten aliens, yeah, and they just swarm him, and we're like, oh, that was worth it. That was worth yeah. the cliche, yeah, like because it just cuts and it because it's nighttime and you just see the glow of like ten yeah. mouths surrounding yeah. the window. I love it. That's why I love the character design so much because yes. they actually use it well. Well, they utilize everything in this movie yeah. so well. Like in a worse movie, it's the apartment is just a setting, and instead they like make full use of like have them go level to level, treat it like a video game, yeah. have them parkour off of stuff, have them do this, have them do that, have the one room that's like super like you know unbreakable, have the door that they think they need to get through, like it. And anything you could possibly think to yourself is what they do. Yeah. And it still doesn't work because it's a great horror movie. Yeah. So and then they swarm him and he gets the most gruesome death. Yes. He they, gets the death that like uh, me and my friend left the theater talking about. Yeah. Like, I can't believe they got that in a movie. Yeah. They ripped off his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's almost goofy, but it's also like horrifying. Yeah. It, it's like perfect. It's exactly what I like in like horror movies and that it is clearly like an animatronic skull going, ah, ah, yeah. ah, <laughs> like, just kind of opening and closing its mouth. Yeah. But they really sell it. Yeah. Like, and I love that. I mean, it's clearly just for editing, but it looks real good the way the creatures go over it. Mm-hmm. And like every time one passes more, the face is missing. Yeah. Until it's just gone. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> <sighs> and then they get into the weed room. Hmm. Ron's weed room. Ron, Ron's weed room, of course. Owned by Ron. Yes. Full of weed. <laughs> and since it's a weed room, it's full of 
black light. Yeah. And as John Boyega walks up to it, they see he's got a bunch of gunk all over his jacket and hat. And they realize, after some clever foreshadowing earlier in the movie, Bruis was watching the documentary about moths who release a pheromone to attract mates. Because he also studied zoology. I yes. Think. <laughs> I mean, now he's just like the dude who drives his dad's car and doesn't have a job, yeah. which I love. But, <laughs> you know, he went to college, so he actually yeah. knows something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I could contribute. I just don't. <laughs> I, just, I love that that's his character. I just visit Ron to get weed like several times throughout the <laughs> Right. But, uh... So they figure out that's what the little alien was, was the female. Mm-hmm. Again, in a worse movie, it's like, oh, that was the baby. They mad that you killed the baby. Right. But not in a worse movie, necessarily. Like, there are movies that do that well. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not knocking other movies, but, like, it... It's just such a clever way of explaining it. Of yeah. Like it's pheromones. It's something new. Yeah. It makes sense in reality and yeah. like how animal, like it, it's established. The, the, the creature is clearly so well thought out in ways yeah. that we don't even really know. Yeah. Like clearly like Joe Cornish probably like somewhere has like, oh, I have a notebook full of like explaining yeah. this character, this alien and its origins and why it does what it does. But here's the only things you need to know. Glowing yeah. teeth, really strong pheromones yeah it it reminds me of the thing like clearly like john carpenter knows like here's how the thing works but the movie just says like here's what you need to know about how the thing works everything else is just like alluded to yeah everything else is just fluff we're we're trimming the fat yeah like uh i was also recently listening to our shining episode (laughs) where we talked a lot of where i talked a lot about like there's stuff you could just take out of this movie this movie nope <laughs> when you asked me like oh do you love movies more than the shining and i was like i don't know i do i love this movie more than the shining people will hate me but i don't care <laughs> so that that's why i just like like when there's so much lore and thought out something that they don't show you they just allude to because yeah. that makes Here's it what seem like a more it's, well-rounded world it's the best scene in the movie looper where the two uh future bruce willis and past bruce willis sit down and future bruce willis is like look i'm not gonna explain time travel to you because you're just gonna sit there and not understand it here's the problem <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> he doesn't even but bo- like the movie doesn't even bother with it it's like do you really care i didn't think so okay <laughs> So John Barry is like, oh, I can like track him somewhere to kill him all then. Oh, yeah. Again, he, he his decision at the end of this movie is very informed by like, I just watched uh, what I think is all of my friends die. Yeah. Because at this point, they still think Trash Can Kid is dead. Yeah. Like, so he's like, I'm not going to let anybody else die. I care about the block. Yeah. Because he also like doesn't want them to have died for nothing. Yeah. And I like that this is when he kind of like goes to Doctor Who and apologizes quote unquote apologizes yeah, like if i'd what, known you were from here yeah that's when she was also like because she went into uh his apartment and like was yeah. finding out like wait how old are you he's like 15 yeah <laughs> he, he has spider-man sheets yeah i mean i'm 30 and i have spider-man sheets, <laughs> that's a personal ch- choice slash issue so <laughs> that's the right choice i think yes me. Uh, and his plan is turn on all the gas i'm gonna take the little alien and the samurai sword and a firework and I'm going to blow it up. I will lead all the big aliens to me and I'll take care of this. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Which he then does. He runs down to his it apartment. Is, that That is the moment like in watching this movie that I was like, 
goddamn superstar. <laughs> like, it reminds me of um, Will Smith talked about making Bad Boys, which is kind of his big like action breakout. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, there is a scene where I run as a detective with my shirt unbuttoned all the way so that my abs are showing and it's sunset for some reason and i'm like improperly carrying my gun so it looks cooler and like the shirt is flapping behind me in slow motion as i run no cop would ever do that and i told that to michael bay and he was like trust me and now i have a career because of it (laughs) this is that scene for john boyega in that he's like take off my jacket yeah show them guns yeah I'm running in. He's like parkouring down the stairs and so he's like running across walls almost <laughs> like because he's going so fast yeah. with just aliens chasing him in slow motion with a samurai sword. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, he's going to have a career. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be in Star Wars. <laughs> the whole sequence is amazing. Yeah. We've learned the late again. This movie teaches you how to watch it. Mm-hmm. We've learned the whole layout of the block. So we know exactly like here's what he needs to do. Here's how yeah. he needs to do it. <sighs> And then he gets them all. Yeah. And like that whole sequence of them chasing him and he's parkouring over himself is just. Yeah. It's it's just great. It's so oh, but right before this, my faves props and mayhem <laughs> save trash can can. Uh-huh. Uh, they come out and they start spraying the the alien with whatever's in their water gun. <laughs> and at this point, I was watching and I was still like, oh, no, they're going to murder the small children. <laughs> and then instead they shoot a firework at it. And it just blows up because it was gasoline or something. Yeah. <laughs> and they go down there to hide from the cops who are looking for them again because it's a poor neighborhood and there are brown people out. The cops are like, well, we clearly have a focus. Yeah. Let's ignore the monsters and just go after these children. And it's like SWAT teams. Yeah. Helicopters. <sighs> not well, upsettingly relevant in 2019 or 2020 now. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that reminds me of one of the lines one of the, I think Dennis had because uh, I think Pest was talking about like oh man they're going to send the FBI after us and he's like we're in Britain that's like <laughs> no FBI a- M6 or something yeah. <laughs> that's not FBI <laughs> and I love that then like one of them's like had the government even made them yeah like that and that's also like where the amazing line comes in where the where Doctor Who is just like I've just never had to experience anything like this and one of the kids says to her, oh, you mean um, trying to hide from people who want to kill you at your house? Yeah. I don't know what that's like at all. That's not every day for us. Yeah. And I think John Boyega went on like a monologue about how the government yeah. probably made them to yeah. hunt like them and everything. They sent the drugs. They sent the guns. And they just weren't killing us fast enough. So they sent these yeah. things. That that was the moment when I was like, damn, John Boyega is a yeah. star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His longest line in the movie is yeah. like, fuck the man. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, and so now he gets to die hard out the window. Yeah, and just I literally said that because I, I was watching it with Megan. I was like, oh my God, is he about to die hard out of the window? Yeah, and he does. He does. And it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And he gets all the aliens. Yeah. And then he gets back down. And of course, the cops arrest him immediately. Yeah. And all and of his friends. They get the theme of this movie. Uh, they grab her and they're like you're the one who called the cops earlier right and she's like yeah those kids and they cut her off and they're like yeah we know they killed those cops they tried to kill you uh just identify them for us and we'll take care of it and she's, she's like no they're my neighbors they're the and ones they who protected saved me, me. Yeah. yeah i love it i love the they're my neighbors yeah 
because earlier she was even like i'm gonna leave the block i don't care about the block why would i want to be here and now she's like oh i get it yeah and john boyega was even like if we knew you were from the block we would yeah. have tried to rob you which is such a brilliant line where yeah. it doesn't ever say they're good or bad for doing these things yeah. where a lesser movie would it just presents these things as like this is how it is for these kids yeah it's a community yeah, yeah. Th- this is their life this is what they do i love this movie uh the movie closes with we, uh them all chanting yeah. moses blah, 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 blah. <laughs> props and mayhem hell yeah <laughs> but yeah and they're chanting moses's name as he was putting beginning put in the van yeah and pest turns to him and goes you hear that they're sharing their name and then he cracks a smile and it cuts the credits yeah this movie's great <laughs> yeah it was like um last week when we watched mars attacks like i was like what do we need to talk about on the podcast it was just a good movie yeah. <laughs> solid <laughs> like, there's nothing to shit talk there's nothing to, yeah like, it's just a good movie yeah like the closest thing this movie has to a weakness is I think it kind of underutilizes all the women in the cast, mm. even Doctor Who, mm-hmm. who, is, who is very effective in the ways it uses her. Um, I mean, that's the problem with I mean, that's kind of a weakness of Carpenter, too, except in Halloween. And I guess if you're homaging Carpenter, you just run the risk of having that weakness. Yeah. But it's she's she's still a well-rounded character. Like I said, I mean, all, all the characters feel so lived in. Yeah. Like you just understand them. Yeah. Even the group of girls like. Yeah. Being I, like, I no, know you. who those girls are. Yeah. Like, and they're there you as well. They're, they're there to like be like, no, you guys are children. Like, yeah. Stop acting stupid. Right. We're kids, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit of making of this movie. Mm-hmm. I covered some of it earlier, but um, it's that movie actually came about because Joe Cornish got mugged. No, he had apparently almost the exact same experience that uh, Jodie Whittaker has in the movie hmm. um, where like some hoodies just came out and did that to him. But because he's a good artist, yeah. he said, like, um, I should turn this into something. Yeah. And he used his connections through like Edgar Wright and the BBC or the BFC. Sorry. And he was like, I've got a great idea. And he went around and did research. He went to actual you know places like the block in this movie, even though this version of it is very fictional. Yeah, same thing with like Candyman. How yeah, I think this movie uh, does a lot better than Candyman at the things yeah. it's trying for. Yeah, definitely. Um, in that regard, I think it also helps that he like John Boyega is from from a block. Mm-hmm. The awesome thing you can find is like when the first Star Wars came out, he brought all his boys with him. Oh, like that's cool, <laughs> including some of the kids from Attack the Block. That's cool. <laughs> like they're still friends, and it makes me so happy. That's awesome. <laughs> so clearly, he probably was like, "Would you say that?" And they were like, "No," or mm-hmm. "Yeah." You know, but again, just asking kids, like, what would you use to attack an alien? Yeah. Instead of going, you know, what would be cool to see is if blah, blah. blah. Oh, I bet that the drug dealers have a cool machine gun. We should have them use that. Yeah. Instead, it was like, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't know what to do if they got it. Yeah. Everything about this movie just works. They just want to go back home and play FIFA and watch Naruto, (laughs) which is accurate. (laughs) Yes. Ah, I love this movie. Yeah, it's good. I also love that this movie is like an hour and 20 minutes. It's lean, it's mean, and it's here to like, ah, just do it. Yeah. And <laughs> luckily enough, we found out that there's five weeks in January. So we're able to add this yes. one in a sci-fi because originally this one wasn't in we, our I, lineup. When I remembered this movie, like I feel bad for almost forgetting it, but I was like, oh, that's sci-fi, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah. We need to do this movie now. (laughs) (laughs) We were going to have to cut something and now we don't. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I love this movie. Uh, I got a great critical reception when it came out. I believe it still sits at about 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I mean, I don't always trust Rotten Tomatoes, but uh, yeah, sometimes you can use it to find good reviews. (laughs) Um, It got, yeah, it's got a 90%. Everybody was just like, wow, this is a really good movie. John Boyega is going to be a movie star. Yeah. And then he is. Yeah. Then J.J. Abrams apparently saw this movie and was like, yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> like, apparently this was how he got the role of Finn. Yeah. Like, J.J. Abrams did not write it with him in mind. Supposedly, like, I guess they were like, it'll probably just be a white guy. It's a stormtrooper, right? Mm-hmm. And then he saw this movie and was like, so I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> John Boyega. Yeah, he's great. He can do more with one look than most of the actors we've auditioned. Yeah. <laughs> And now I'm free to talk some more about my favorite character, Babu Frick. (laughs) Ah, what if Babu Frick was an attack of the plot? (laughs) He was the mastermind behind it all. He sent them. (laughs) Do it, do it. I love that little guy. Uh, That was Attack of the Block. Yeah. I, like I, I keep saying it but like i love this movie a plus yeah i mean that that's like the thesis of this episode is we just enjoyed the movie yeah. it was great love john boyega yep the alien designs are so yeah. everybody cool. in this movie should be like 10 times more famous than yeah. they are so that's attack the block yeah <laughs> matt where can they find you uh you can find me on just about everything as i draw paintings or over on my facebook artist page matt mears where can the people find you zach and you can find me zach shirk on instagram zachshirk.com and you can find matt makes zach watch horror movies on spotify apple podcast google podcast stitcher and youtube if you want to watch us do the do the little drawing yeah, yeah. watch them they're pretty fun yeah what are we doing next week, man? Oh, uh, next week we're watching another favorite movie of mine. Like, a, I keep saying it, like, slashers are my favorite, but I guess it's sci fi horror because <laughs> I'm really enjoying this month. I'm so glad it's five weeks. Uh, we're watching a true masterpiece of its time with possibly the greatest theme song in all of horror. We are watching Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> I love that movie. I had no feelings on this movie until we went to Horror Nights and went through the maze. I'm like, I want to watch this movie <laughs> now. Put it on the list. <laughs> literally, the second we I got think, out there. I think it, like, literally you saying that was when I was like, I guess sci-fi horror? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. But uh, thank you guys for listening. And on that note, I'm too high for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Finally! Yeah! Bye! Bye!